guys. Welcome to episode 68 of Open Your Toys Cast, the official to- Toy Fair 2012 edition. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. You're getting, wow, you're really hot there. Well, I know. Can't help myself. But. <laughs> uh, that was me being very excited. Toy Fair, really? I mean, it's. It's, I, it's I, a, I enjoy going to Comic-Con, and I like seeing the reveals there, you know, especially once I've had a few drinks of water, that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> Toy Fair is where we get, you know, the big information for the year. I mean, we, we find out the most in, at Toy Fair, I think, in my opinion. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. So you're just like... Like a kid in a candy store, son. Just beside yourself. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So this is, uh, oh, and I was supposed to rewrite the notes. This is, let's see, I was, now I got to think of what we got to call it, because it's not the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com. So this is Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises <laughs> of the 80s in all time. And in order that we'll be covering them this week, that is Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Star Wars. Apparently, I'm not going to be part of this podcast at all. Oh, my God. Just because <laughs> I say the opening thing. Who are we? Yeah, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? You're annoying me. That's who you are. (laughs) I got you're annoying. (laughs) I am the one and only Sluk McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And uh, we're a husband and wife team that like to give each other shit. Yeah. Constantly. All the time. Nonstop. (laughs) It fosters a great loving relationship, (laughs) let me tell you. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can leave us comments at openyourtoys.com, or you can uh, email me at slick at openyourtoys.com. Or you can email me at mrsmcfavorite at openyourtoys.com. We also have Twitter accounts like all the cool kids nowadays. Mine is at slickmcfavorite. And mine is at mrsmcfavorite. And for you Facebookers out there, uh, you can friend Slick, the one and only. God, that sounded so fucking not rambunctious. What am I looking? Audacious? Yeah, it, that sounded pretty odd. Audacious. You, well, you're you're according to Facebook, you are not the one and only. <laughs> well, I guess that's <laughs> maybe more the slick McFavorite. There you go. There you go. Uh, so you can friend me at facebook.com slash open your toys. Or you can like our cast page <laughs> at facebook.com slash open your toys cast. And Mrs. McFavorite has her own little Facebook page under her AKA Jessica Spiller <laughs> S Jessica with one F <laughs> S S S <laughs> and then the way we love to hear from you and we did hear from one of you via this way our voicemail the official open your toys cast hotline god I'll get that right sometime yeah when you're not drinking <laughs> thanks <laughs> 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. And like she 
so cordially reminded me I am drinking. Oh, snap. Yeah. Bitch. And she's not, at Bitch. least not alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. I am drinking a Boulevard Brewery's Irish Ale. It's brewed and bottled in Kansas City, Missouri. And let's see here. We do have, in a time-honored brewing tradition, we've added a small amount of yeast to this ale just before packaging to produce a secondary fermentation in the bottle. The yeast, which settles naturally to the bottom of the bottle, encourage further maturation. Maturation. That sounds a little bit better. I'm like, maturation? What the fuck? Maturation. Uh, and contributes to the complex flavor. I didn't even see the yeast. I probably should have been turning this bottle to oh, reintroduce way to go. it. Way to go to I still got a couple left. So yeah, it's good. It's a little stronger than I like, but a lot of Irishes are, you know? So <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> Goddamn strong Irish. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but you know, if that's all, if that's all you had to drink, it wouldn't be horrible. And what are you drinking, Mrs. McFavorite? I am drinking. Uh oh, she's got notes on her phone and everything. <laughs> the drink that I am drinking tonight is called the Pac Man. <laughs> Nice. I picked it out specifically for that name because I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> so what this has is lemon juice, grenadine, bitters, and ginger ale. Nice. And it's it's pretty it's pretty good. I like it. Now people unfamiliar with bitters, as were we. We were not bitters initiated when we first tried to buy this. One, it's very expensive. <laughs> uh, seven bucks for a four ounce bottle of it. But you use just a dash in your drink, so it's, yeah. it'll go far ways. And uh, it's actually fifty proof or a hundred proof liquor. It's like forty seven point eight percent. So you actually had to go to the li- obviously you had to go to the liquor store to get. No fucking that's what i was saying is like why don't alcoholics buy this you know <clears throat> i guess the main thing is it's expensive you think about it was six bucks for four ounces so it's mm-hmm. essentially uh six bucks for four shots you know now that's that's bar prices yeah well not bar prices but shooter prices yeah. at least but so. um and it does it kind of tastes like jaeger which was weird yeah, I never it's, fear if we only put like three drops of it in there. Yeah, it was a dash. It's not like like I say, Mrs. McFavorite is very very staunch in all of her baby carrying things, and I'm like, <laughs> if you want it's a lot of pressure, you know, if you want to have a glass of wine, it's not going to kill you, kind of <laughs> shit. And but I appreciate your diligence. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Just taking care of your kid here. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. All right. So let's go ahead and get in, or before we get into the Toy Fair news, uh, let's. 
pick our winner of our Death Star Ornament Contest. Yay! So first up, we're going to play some of the entries here, or talk about some of the entries. Uh, First up, what I had forgotten on the last show was uh, Steve from Chicago had a automatic entry into our next contest. Because I didn't, because that was the last time. Remember I saying... uh, um, You left him out of the Christmas one, or... Yeah, an accident because yeah. Google Voice didn't send me an yeah. email. So, or I deleted it, spam filter, whatever happens with email that you don't get that you're supposed to. So, Steve, you've got an automatic entry into this. Um, Eric Perez wrote in at the last minute and he said his favorite toy of the holidays is the Sideshow Commander Gree. Great figure. And he is absolutely right. I love this figure even though it's 12 inch which technically almost makes it a doll um (laughs) uh, all right dick (laughs) i like it um no pictures of it well we'll just have to look at this one so this one's pretty freaking nice oh zoom gallery oh gallery oh explore this product you fucking idiots yeah, let's make this complicated to use. So, wow. Yeah, look at all those accessories. Isn't that freaking amazing? Yeah. And what I love is that they do the helmet as a separate head. I'm almost positive. Looks like because he has a swappable head also. Well, there's a shadow of a regular head in the. Yep. It is pretty. Oh my God, so gorgeous. I mean, the detail that goes involved mm-hmm. in this ship. Oh, look at that. Cool symbols with his hands. Oh, and it comes with Yoda. <laughs> no, that's to show size comparison. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking sarcasm, dude. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. All the different. Did we hands. just lose like we did? We just lost both speakers and we only have the center channel now. Awesome. Um, see if you can just. Oh my god, that's annoying. Yeah, our receiver's our, going. Our house out. is falling apart yeah, right no now. Shit. It's like, oh, you're about to have a kid. Okay, the washer will quit working. The speakers will stop working. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for your entry, Eric. That figure is yeah. amazing. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And then uh, we got a voicemail from Dan. So we're gonna listen to that right quick. Yep. Hey, McFavorites, how's it going? This is Dan from California, Mantis99's on YouTube. So, uh, first of all, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, it's going to be great. And, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. I, I just, I, I've got two myself, and I know it well. It's, it's, it's a great feeling. As nervous as you are now, you're going to be fine. You're totally going to be fine. And when number two comes around, it'll be a breeze, trust me. Um, so anyway, so for the holidays, my favorite like toy related thing is uh is a transformer. It's a rescue bot and that's Blades because it's the um it's the last one that we needed to complete it. He's a cute little guy, he's really fun, my kids love him, they're indestructible. Blades is a little easy to break in terms of his actual uh uh rotor blades, but other than that he's indestructible. And so there you go. So that's my entry. Of course, my absolute favorite gift was we got a Weber Spirit Grill. First gas grill I've ever had. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's incredible. But So there you go. 
great show. I love it. You guys are awesome. You know, no matter how long it is between shows, they're always worth it. So thanks for all your efforts, and uh, take care. Until next time. All right, bye-bye. Thanks, Dan. That was awesome. Thank you for calling in with the entry, and thank you for the congratulations. Belated congratulations on your two as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know what you're saying. I I love my gas grill. I've fought it for so long. I was a huge proponent of charcoal. And, oh, God. Ever since your parents gave us that first one, the janky-ass one. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I can just grill, like, in five minutes. I don't have to fucking <laughs> prep coals, start coals, distribute coals. You know, Everything so. is just there? Yeah. Really? Awesome. <laughs> so that's cool. And that's cool that you guys have uh you guys have some toys that you can share amongst yourself. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend uh, that I guess he was looking for uh boulder. And I guess Boulder's like hard to find or something. He was asking me if I knew where to find one. And I was like, well, I'm not doing toy runs, but I can check a few stores. And I hit online and this rescue bot, which are, it's essentially like play school style transformers. What, uh, um, Dan. Dan. Yeah, Dan Shay. I was going to say <laughs> different Dan. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, it's what he wanted, and the thing was twelve dollar toy going for forty bucks, and it had just come out. So, I guess they're popular, and that's a good thing. Nice to see, you know, young kids getting into the brand. So, yeah. thanks again for the entry. And then we got a late entry, so unfortunately, we didn't, he's not going to get to be entered in the contest. But he did, he did say, "Here's my entry," just so you guys can talk about it. So. Sorry, that was just a little bit late, Justin, but we'll be announcing a new contest at the end of the show, so you'll have another opportunity to win. I love it. You you guys find out about these contests at the same time I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. to work on our communication. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I told you there would be a toy fair. There's always a toy fair contest. Again, I don't like contest. It's competitive. There's always a toy fair giveaway. So that you gotta compete for. That you have to enter. You don't have to <laughs> compete for. No purchase necessary. <laughs> so Justin wrote on Facebook, uh his favorite Christmas related toy was nothing. He didn't get any toys from anyone for uh, for Christmas, uh, since he has a tendency to pick up whatever he wants to collect ahead of time. That's why Slick doesn't get toys for Christmas either. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't get any toys for Christmas either. He hasn't gotten toys for Christmas in like three years. <laughs> so my my big one that started the giveaway <laughs> was that I bought myself Primus, something I'd been watching forever and, you know, was kind of an expensive purchase for me. But uh, his was even more expensive. He... Uh, he says, with that being said, I got a sweet Hercules. That was a gift from me to me. So if you don't remember, Hercules is the $100 a piece Constructicon, third-party Constructicons oh, yeah. that we've been following. 
that you need to have six to form a Hercules. So, yeah, that's one hell of a present, man. Congratulations. Merry Christmas to you. Hell yeah, dude. So I'd love to hear uh, what you think of it because um, eventually. Be living vicariously through his, his report. Yes. Do not tell me you already bought it. No, I did not buy one because I'm waiting for this other one to come out. Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting for the make toy uh, giant to come out because so he's only he's report. only going to be three hundred and sixty bucks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody that entered, Justin. Sorry we didn't get you in there in time. But uh, again, we'll have another contest or giveaway announcement at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. All right. Mrs. McFavorite have written Steve, Eric's, and Dan's name on little tiny pieces of paper. She has folded them up meticulously. I am shaking them in my hands as if I was going to roll a pair of dice or masturbating. And now <laughs> she's going to pick one without looking. All right. She has chosen one. And the winner is... ba ba -da! Dan. Dan, congratulations, Dad. That's the second contest he's won. I think you're going to be banned from the next contest. <laughs> I no, think he I said I think... couldn't enter his next contest after I won one. So, yeah, I think it. Oh, yeah, because he won the Comic Con one. Did he? Yeah, the Schwag Away, third huh? annual Schwag Away. Congratulations again. Yeah, Dan, congratulations. My like your name. Sorry, <laughs> other people. <laughs> so uh we'll um i think i should still have your address um if you want to send it to me just to make my life easier great um but i will get that in the mail to you asap um yeah so congratulations thank you everybody for entering i really appreciate it all right let's get into fucking toy fair news god damn it that took a long time hold on i want to zoom this up here why'd the music stop Oh, because I muted it. <laughs> I muted it to listen to his he's, voicemail. He's a man in his own world over here, folks. Yeah, sorry. I'm all <laughs> over the place. Okay, there we go. There it is. And then I wanted to zoom this in a little bit. Okay. So we can see the levels. Okay. Now I think we're finally it's multi -tool. ready. multi-tool. Boom. Yeah, booyah. All right. Now that everybody's bored to death. <laughs> <laughs> First up, Masters of the Universe. So uh, just like last year, Four Horsemen also had a show during Toy Fair. It was the um, Toy Apocalypse 2. And there's another. Um, and this was really cool. Not as much Masters as there was last time. I think last time they really focused a lot of their Masters work that they had. Um so this was the only master shelf right here, which is kind of cool because it shows the two ups. Mm -hmm. So the ones that are twice as big. But uh, what was really cool about it is all of the uh, fantastic exclusive stuff they showed. So they had the Raven uh, uh, on display there. This is going to be, so you know, like... Um, Scarabus was the last exclusive yeah. they did. This is going to be the new one that fans voted on. Oh. And this was voted on shit like three years ago or something. I voted in this. Um, 
and I actually didn't it's vote for the Raven myself, but it is awesome. And there's, oh, I didn't take, I saw pictures of the variants. We're using uh, Pixel Dan's picture from Pop Culture Net uh, pictures here, but tons of Outer Space Men stuff, which is unfortunate because I'm not a huge fan of that line. But um, if you're interested in seeing what their show had, definitely head to the show notes and take a look at those. Now, take me a second here. All right. We also have, so this is funny, because um, Mattel doesn't do uh, like uh, press photos, uh-huh. So the the link to the official pics we have are actually um, somebody that took the pictures of the toys there. Oh, and that's their official pics. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we got uh, we got pictures um, of or uh, we have pictures of. Slushhead, uh, Thunder Punch, He Man, Stinkor, Snake Face, Manadar, or Snake Man, Manadarms, uh, the Sorceress, Spikeor, which was the big reveal there, um, and then also, uh, and I love this guy, Sir Laserlot. Isn't that cool? Oh. <laughs> we also got some Horde Prime picks, and then the other announced, so Spike Gore, Sir Laserlot, and then <laughs> a Snake Men Army Builder 2-pack. Those were the big reveals. So these are, the Snake Men are awesome, because look, they have two different heads, one with their mouth closed and one with their mouth open. It's pretty cool. Dude, I love them. Oh, and then uh, Frosta was the fifth reveal so lots of people were complaining about she her had... paint job that she looked a little whorish <laughs> well she she looks a little bit more anime i mean obviously they're all anime but yeah and she looks really anime yeah um well and you know a lot of that's the princess of power look too but at least the paint job the four horsemen said is a real quick paint job so oh. that's not going to be the final that's they're like the literally yeah they're why like literally her... we painted it that morning and rushed it over there why did her feet look funny her feet look like horse feet um i think she has heels oh <laughs> if i'm not mistaken that's funny but i don't know um, and then the other cool reveal was uh, Man-at-Arms 2012 Blaster, which I thought they had. A, yeah. So his arm cannon here. And I, must, I don't remember that very well because fucking that does not look familiar. And then the 2000X style swords. So do you know how the old school swords go together? He-Man and Skeletor swords. You can put together and they make one sword so this is the 2000x version of that that i absolutely love so we'll be getting those um and then uh there's also good showroom video by val staples uh so they released on their actual website and but i don't ever link to their website because there's no way to link to the specific uh posts that they do um, 
they released the schedule of all the new announced uh, figures. So uh, let's see. Let's get to. Wow. So Spike Or will be July's figure. The Snake Man two pack is also going to be available in July. Frosta will be available in September. Um, so she's running late. So there will be no 2012 Club Eternia basic figure. Instead of much like uh, February, there will be two figures in September. The second September figure will be revealed at a later date. Um, what's interesting is they haven't put in here what August is going to be. There will be no August 2012 Club Eternia basic figure. Yeah, basic figure, though. Um, so I would think we might be getting a beast or something, but who knows. Um, and then 30th anniversary. So Drago Man's going to be on April. The Mighty Spector is going to be in May. And then, oh, I guess we'll at least get Sir Laser Lot. And Sir Laser Lot is Steve or Jeff Johns, the guy that writes my Green Lantern books that I love so uh-huh. much. That's his figure that he designed. That's it's cool. I like it's it. A very, Everybody fucking hates it. It's a very clever name. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are complaining about the name, but I'm like it, that's very fucking that's very He-Man-ish, you know? Cuz he laser lot. So, and and I guess what's funny is, so the general consensus is, is that it looks ridiculous, but what's funny is every single bloggers, uh, you know, write up of the event, that kind of stuff that I've seen, everybody says, yeah, I hear what people are saying, but I like it and I'm with them. I, I think looks it cool. looks cool in my opinion. I, I think it's a, it's a bit been a lot of blue but well and the one thing that they did say in one of the videos is that his uh his pelvis should be (laughs) (laughs) what do you like is that funny sir laser lot now you're gonna focus on his pelvis (laughs) so um (laughs) So his crotch piece, how about that? Is that better? <laughs> is is not correct. It's actually he wants one of the belted figures and he'll want it red. So that red will break up the blue. What is so funny to you? My head is in the gutter. This <laughs> is so totally in the gutter with this figure. <laughs> so um <laughs> They, we do have links to Pixel Dan's walkthrough with Toy Guru. So at every show, he does a walkthrough with Toy Guru and talks about an, each individual figure. And it, it is, I posted this on Twitter. This is literally one of my favorite things from conventions is just to hear everything that kind of went into it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's basically kind of like what he's doing in a written form with his director's commentary. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it is. You know, he's giving background information. He's saying, this is going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, There's also links to the actual uh, um, presentation that Toy Guru did in the Q&A that he did. So, um, but if you don't have time to listen to those, because they're about 40 minutes a piece, or watch them, I should say, um, here's kind of at least what I found the most interesting from those. 
Um, so one, a question was asked, are all the Bizarro and Faker 2 packs, um, have they all been re- or, uh, purchased, I guess, by True? Because they were a Toys R Us exclusive. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes, Toys R Us has all of them right now. So if you haven't seen one, I've, I've never saw them in stores. So I don't know if they were so limited, they sold out online and stores didn't get any. I haven't heard reports of stores getting any. So if you missed out on that one, it looks like you might be SOL, you know, might be to the bay with you. Um, Slushhead. So originally we talked about that it was, they talked about it's going to have a removable helmet because the big thing with the toy as a kid was it had water in it. His helmet, you know, his oh, little space yeah. helmet thing. Um, so they were just going to do a pop-off helmet that you fill up with water and stick them back on the helmet, but it kept leaking. So they had to switch to a plug system now. So now he has this kind of weird thing on his backpack where you'll fill the water up there and you just put a plug in it. Yeah. So it's not a big deal that the plug is a little weird, though, you know, and, and Toy Guru even pointed that out. Um, and then also his tentacles. Um, they It was originally thought that they were going to be more bendy material like snout spout. But I guess because of some of the issues that people have had with snout spouts, uh, trunk ripping the mm-hmm. soft, that these are going to be more of a rigid plastic. So that kind of sucks, in my opinion. I'd rather those tentacles be uh, positionable, you know, essentially articulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, no sorceress exclusive. So, so the exclusive sorceress um, that was going to be at every uh, convention, you know, all the larger conventions except for Comic Con is actually not going to make it to C2E2 or WonderCon. Um, so that kind of sucks. I mean, that's so now instead of it being available at four conventions plus a couple foreign ones, it's only going to be available at two conventions this year, and that's PowerCon and New York Comic Con. Good news, I guess, is that with those, it not and basically what it is is it's not going to be available, it's not going to be ready by those other two conventions. So while that's kind of shitty news for people going to those conventions, that should mean we, there should be more stock left over for when they sell them online after the con season. So that's cool. But I think I'm definitely going to have to enlist somebody's help with picking me up one from PowerCon or C2E2 because I don't want to dick with the Maddie with the fucking white screen of death. <laughs> Um, Spike Orr has three interchangeable hands. So, um, here, sorry, I should be going back to these so at least you can get a frame of reference. Okay, so here's Spike Orr here. Yep. Um, so his gimmick when we were kids was he had this uh, trident that would come out of his hand. So it could extend the length you know, uh, a similar length as his arm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they don't do action features in Motu. Right. Um, so you're going to get three different hands. You're going to get a regular hand. Mm-hmm. And that one he can hold his old school, his mace with. You're going to get a extended trident hand. 
And then what'll happen is this extended trident will pop off of this like cuff link or not cuff link, but coupler for lack of a better word. And then you can have the the Short one. withdrawn trident. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, Horde Prime will not come with his staff, but his crossbow will be a plug-in like Trap Jaws, and it will be compatible with Trap Jaw and Roboto. So that's kind of cool. But I really did like his staff that they showed at PowerCon, unfortunately. Um, Dragoman's wings will be used for Granomir. So Dragoman is uh, the dragon one that we've seen that the four horsemen did oh, yeah, right yeah. there. So what's crazy is, so look how big his wings are. Uh-huh. Now, Granomir is going to be the $80 super large dragon from the Filmation cartoon. Okay. okay. In the Filmation cartoon, his wings were tiny. He wasn't a flying dragon. He had little tiny wings on the oh, back like of him. Oh, like a little backpack of wings? Yeah, exactly. So it is crazy to think that if they're making it in the same scale, that those big-ass wings are going to be Grandamere's little tiny wings. On his oh, yeah. Back. Wow. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's what I'm kind of pissed off at is we're going to miss the – that's what's going to be at Comic-Con. And my, it, that's one of the things I'm looking more forward to is that's where they're going to show Grandamere for the first time, I well, assume. Mark will be there taking pictures for you. It'll be like you're, you're there. I don't he know if he's even... going to go to the Maddie panel, though. He usually doesn't go to that one. I go to that one by myself. He goes to the Hasbro oh. one. Well, you don't think that they would have that at their booth? Oh, yeah, that's true. He could just take pictures of it at the booth. He could um, Skype you real quick. (gasps) And it'll be like you're really there. Oh, my God. Skype me. (laughs) Um, There was a hint dropped during uh, the Q&A, or maybe it was the walkthrough, that there will be more Snake Men in 2012. So we're getting the two-pack, but there will be at least one more Snake Man for uh this year so that's a hint at what we're gonna get um frost's face was a quick paint job we talked about that uh new weapons pack coming in fall of 2012 weapons packs don't normally contain any new molds they're always just repaints but he said not likely but you never know that the 2000X Swords and the Man-at-Arms Arm Blaster might be in that. Because those aren't, those aren't scheduled to come with anything yet. They're just showing, hey, we got them. Um, they also mentioned that the Wind Raider set, uh, the Wind Raider vehicle is going to be re-released. And I listen, I wrote this before I listened to it. It's going to be re-released during Comic-Con. So... I mean, for people that go to Comic-Con, that's another fucking $50 they have to spend during that. Well, again, not that they have to spend. Oh, oh no, they have to. (laughs) They have to. It's life or death. (laughs) You know all about that. Yes, ma'am. Oh, did you get it? Did it go under? No, it fell somewhere. Uh, Or something. And then Pogostal posted a picture of the um, 
of the wow. second mini comic cover. That's hot. So this features. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you like that or what? Yeah. So this features He-Man with Hero behind him. Um, so the first mini comic was just a kind of a rehash of the Powers of Grayskull mini comic from back in the day, but going more with Scott's telling of the bios. So this will be the first completely new fiction for Masters in the Universe since the Mike Young productions or the uh I like the art comics. Yeah, this cover is amazing. Um and this will come with uh snake man at arms. Um uh, let's see. Uh this I found really interesting. I don't know, I can't remember um it must have been uh, uh, posted by He-Man.org because it's on He-Man.org's uh, uh, forums. But uh, it says, with Masters of the Universe classics, idol champs, Frosta and Spikor now revealed, here is the new tally. So this guy or girl has been keeping a running tally of what characters we have and uh, how many we should have left. So huh. vintage Masters of the Universe characters, and again, this doesn't incl- include uh, Filmation ones that they just got the rights to. They don't include that? Yeah, it okay. doesn't include that. So we may be getting more characters of them. This is basically just the vintage toys, how many we have left. And for vintage Motu, there's only... There's only 26 characters left that they can do for the original Masters of the Universe vintage toys. For Princess of Power, there's 14. And for New Adventures, there's 15. And then this is what I thought was crazy. There's only six evil warriors left that they haven't done yet. And so those were the bad guys from the original Masters of the Universe. Only six. I know. That's crazy, right? I had no idea we were getting this close. What are you going to do when this is over? I don't know, baby. Fucking wipe my brow and say thank God. By then, a movie line, I'm sure, will have come around. (laughs) And then they'll be re-releasing these as repaints in the store or some bullshit. But, yeah, I I just thought that tally was interesting. That is pretty crazy. So that was Masters of the Universe for Toy Fair 2000. 12. We're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll be back with G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. A real American hero. Peace. Adam transforms into He Man. I have the power. And now it's He Man versus the evil Skeletor. Skeletor alone is no match for He Man. There's the ferocious fangs of Panthor. Besides that, He-Man's got Battle Cat. Now it's a fight with bite and a mass of missiles. That was close, but He-Man's mighty sword is closer. So long, Skeletor. New He-Man, Skeletor, Battle Cat, and Panther figures can sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into G.I. Joe. And unfortunately, there wasn't too much about this, um, uh, too much information going on about this. 
Uh, but we'll go ahead and look at the presentation recap as well. Um, so first up, press release and official picks. So the the press release is kind of, yeah, it talks about a lot of the role play stuff. Um, it does have the Ninja Commandos. Get ready for the next phase of G.I. Joe action figure evolution with the G.I. Joe Ninja Commando figures. The Ninja Commando figures are 10-inch large-scale figures that feature quick-draw battle kata and ninja action. Um, they also talk about the three and three-quarter, um, the alpha vehicles, and then Bravo vehicles. So this is what's kind of crazy is the alpha vehicles are... Uh, uh, approximate retail of twelve ninety nine, and then the Bravo now, which originally Bravo were about the twenty five dollar mark, are now fourteen ninety nine, and then they have uh, Delta vehicles, and those are now at the twenty dollar price range. So that includes the Cobra Hiss tank, and then the GI Joe Ghost Hawk, which that Ghost Hawk is. Huge to be at about a $20 price point. Um, we're going to find out why they can uh, have these cheaper price points in just a moment here. Um, as soon as this the comes up. The anticipation is killing me. Yeah, I love that. Check out that red camo. Mm. So pretty. So there's the rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the RZA. Oh, nice. He's going to be the blind master, which there's been a little bit of flack for them having a black blind master. And I'm kind of like, people, because he was, I don't know, Japanese, I would assume, if he was the, he was, uh, the uh, ninja instructor in the wow. original mythos. So that ninja looks pretty awesome. Check Jet that Lee out. wasn't available. I don't Not know. racist much. <laughs> <laughs> so there's well, they're being a little racist. They're pissed that he's black. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's true. But well, that's, no, they're they're purists. Yeah. It's not that. It's because he's black. <laughs> no, no, they're like if he was white, it'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why that didn't look familiar. So, with the with the movie coming out, or actually. Never mind, I'm not going to ask it. Why? Come on, baby. Um, is Dennis Quaid in this one? Uh, no, I don't think he is. So did, because Bruce Willis is in it, did he take his place? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't, the, okay, and this is kind of what I wanted to get to with this. is <laughs> The reason why I don't report on a lot of the... Uh, report on a lot of like the transformers movie stuff or the gi joe movie stuff is while i don't all and out avoid it if i don't have to if i don't have to spoil myself by reading every single piece of news that comes out about it i don't want to so if i was a mm. new if if i was a movie news podcast then i'd have to spoil myself but because I'm just toys, I get spoiled with the toys already, yeah, you know, and I do watch I was, trailers. I just yeah. don't read interviews and I don't. I was just curious if you had heard anything because I, because 
it had Bruce Willis in the trailer and not Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but I know um, they're not the same rank. I forget. I think uh, uh, Bruce Willis is Joe Colton, and I believe he's a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Where the other one, uh, Dennis Quaid played, I thought he played General Hawk. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, he was Hawk. Okay. Whatever. Whatever his rank was. So if he was Hawk, he was General Hawk. But So yeah, these look freaking awesome. We had seen all these pictures before, though, so we're not going to go and actually talk about them before. Um, I'm kind of concerned that doesn't... Oh, okay. So, um, as I wrote on Twitter also, uh, Matt Guzzi over at Awesome Toy Blog uh, literally killed it this year with Toy Fair coverage. Not only did he do the big four franchises, he was all over the place, man. He has write-ups on easily over 10 to 15 different companies there at Toy Fair, Mm -hmm. which is hardcore. You're there for two days or at least press is. So the so the show starts on Saturday for press and then it starts full blown for actual like retailers and stuff on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Saturday and Sunday are are for the most part press days for companies. Um so let's see. Uh and I'm just I'm just going to read this. So if you don't want to hear me read it and want to go check out the show notes, just skip past this for about 30 seconds. Uh movie figures will be due out in uh early June, a total of 50 figures and four Comic-Con exclusives including the uh including the um Shockwave Hiss Tank, nine vehicles plus one exclusive. Uh and uh it's a more concentrated line, uh, and it's less less skewed for the youngsters. Uh, uh, some of the exclusives are still pending and won't be shown. Uh, and then it goes into what wave two, three, and four we're all going to be getting. Um, and I'm not going to read through. And five. I'm not going to be getting into all that. Besides that the... Uh, um, Crimson Guard is going to have a, uh, it's going to be customizable with a sticker sheet. So that's kind of cool. Um, I guess I will give you the uh, approximations for when these waves will come out. So first one's due in June, then they're shooting for July, August, September, and then October. So each new wave should hit uh, on, on subsequent months. Um Let's see here. Night Ops team. Oh, so these must be exclusives here. Uh, G.I. Joe Night Ops team, Agent Mouse, Night Ops Snake Eyes, and Sergeant Airborne. And then there'll be a Cobra Invasion team, which will have Firefly, Storm Shadow, and Cobra Invasion Trooper. So that's kind of exciting. Um, Talks about some of the vehicles and then role play. Uh, so yes, so the red costume was confirmed that that's going to be the standard release of, of Jinx. She cannot be called Jinx on the toy packaging. They couldn't get the copyright for that. So she will be called the Kim Arashikagi on all of the toy packaging. Um, that's crazy that they couldn't get rights to, to a name 
yeah that they once owned you have to keep you have to keep using it that's why transformers keeps reusing names even if if they're not homages to the characters they'll just keep reusing the name so they can maintain the trademark on it um so uh and then let me just show pictures of this because this is absolutely freaking amazing. So they had uh, the Comic Con hiss on uh, on uh, show, for lack of a better word. Wow, my, I'm already starting to lose it. Okay, I think I need to. Oh, Jesus! Wow. You okay? Yeah, that's not going too well. <laughs> um, sorry, everybody. I'm just like completely spacing out. Uh, so the uh, Comic Con exclusive hiss is just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Um, so the the extra accessories it's going to come with. One is the City Strike Wave Three Destro in Decepticon colors. So this is the kind of the Iron Grenadier look with a huge Decepticon symbol on his chest. Mm -hmm. So that's freaking awesome. We're going to get a Constructicon colored bat, which is fucking (laughs) cool with the neon green and purple. Um, We're going to get a little dolly cart with uh, three Energon cubes. And I really like how they've done the Energon cubes here. Unlike some of the other ones, it also it actually looks like there's a like a liquid in it, like it did in the original cartoon. So in the original cartoon, they would like plug something into one of these cubes, and it would look like it was filling up with liquid, which was Energon. Oh. A lot of times nowadays, and when toys when they do represent representations of them in toys, uh-huh. they just look like a glowing cube. Oh. You know, like a bright neon cube. Yeah. Um, so I like that this looks like it has liquid in it. And then, quite possibly, the best thing fucking ever is we get a three and three, a three and three quarter scale tape deck G1 sound wave with tapes, three different tapes that can fucking. They're be pushed into them. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine how little those you need are? Tweezers to change them. <laughs> and then you also get a briefcase full of money, like you did with the Wave Three City Strike Destro. So I, I'm much more excited for this. We also get to see that there's a new Decepticon symbol, one we hadn't seen before, down here on the treads of the his tank. Ooh, and I like how that's translucent purple there too the uh, the, see-through plastic oh my god it's my weakness man so uh, that exclusive has got me a lot more excited nowadays now that we've seen that um i wanted to see did they not take a picture of the ghost talk that's weird oh those are the interchangeable zartan heads so that's kind of cool the one with the red on it is kind of creepy looking. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be like what he would look like with a mask. You know, like if Ugh. like that drive, like Michael. on drive when he wears oh, the yeah. stunt mask. Yeah. I think that's kind of what that look was going for. Um, but the pictures are awesome. Definitely go check 
take a look at them. We linked to a cool toy review, and Matt's got some pictures at the bottom of his presentation recap. Uh, Justin from General's Joe's got to talk to Daryl DePriest. Um, he is the uh, responsible for the G.I. Joe line over at Hasbro. And um, uh, the, uh, as he called it, the elephant in the room got brought up about the driver's articulations getting, articulation getting reduced to five points. So with G.I. Joe vehicles, we've always received super articulated drivers, same as any other action figure. Okay. And now they're going to reduce it to five points, which are essentially the original Star Wars figures. So hips, shoulders, and neck. That's it. So no elbows, oh, no so feet. so they sit in there straight-legged. Yeah. And so obviously they're going to be designing these vehicles with that in mind. So it's not like they're not going to fit. Yeah. I mean, because that's what was always nice about the super articulation is you could bend and stretch the figure to fit into any cockpit, you know? Yeah. But it just sucks that they won't be able to be standalone figures in really cool poses. You know, they're yeah. now have to be drivers or stand there with one arm out or something. What was their reasoning? I mean, obviously it was, it's cost. It was all cost. So that's why we're seeing such a, uh, we're seeing a, uh, less cost involved with the vehicles is because they're not fully tooled or fully articulated uh, driver figures. I personally would rather pay an extra five bucks and get a fully articulated yeah. figure, you know, but Say la vie. So is life, right? You can... Nope, I don't... Damn it. Stupid baby brain. <laughs> you calling it baby brain? That's what it's called. Really? When you can't remember what you were going to say? When you're just flighty and can't think oh. at all. Well, I got baby brain too. No, you got vodka brain. <laughs> You want to blame that on the baby? I'll, we'll let him know, or we'll let him or her know that. <laughs> All right. Next up, Transformers. Um, we got some. Uh, we've got links to the official pics that they showed. Um, they showed some new Creos, which are god awful in my opinion. I'm glad I picked up the first series of these, and I don't think I'm going to be picking up any more. Um, we again linked to Matt's recap of the presentation. We'll go through that real quick. Um, we also have links to Sabertron's presentation. They do a live blog system. Like they have this fancy software that'll keep like fucking adding to it and scroll it yourself oh. and all that. Unlike the way I live blog and you just have to refresh every mm -hmm. minute or so, you know? Um, maybe I should look into doing something better for BotCon, but I probably won't, so who cares. All right, let's take a look at some official And there's a freaking ass load of these because they have them across all the lines. Um, oh, and here's the fucking Creons. Is there a way for... Yeah, good. There's a way just to do next. Um, so first up, Creo's going to have a couple of, um, this is so shitty. They are repainting Creo's. What? 
I'm just like, you have got to be shitting me. So You just came out with them. You, you already lost your creativity. That's I know. Um, so this is Vortex. Vortex looks kind of cool. I, I don't mind him, even though his colors aren't anywhere near what they should be. Um, and then, yeah, see, this is a bad way to do this. God damn it. I knew I should. What? Way to go, dude. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. I knew I should have fucking done just links to specific fucking photos instead of trying to go through the fucking gallery because it has, what does it say, 130 photos in it? Uh, yeah. And for some reason, he doesn't fucking, uh, he doesn't... Put it uh, in a yeah, like in a specific order or anything, you know, or uh, what I was going to say is he doesn't allow you to uh, just add more. Uh, uh, like, say, I want to see all 130. Oh, you have to see 25 at a time. Um, so, all right. So we get uh, some pictures of Cyberverse Commander Ironhide. Um, we're getting Cyberverse Commander Megatron and Prime, so that's kind of cool if you dig that scale as well as a, a Starscream. Um, we get to see the Legions that we've already seen, except for Legion Breakdown. That looks very cool. And it's very bulky truck alt form. And then uh, we also get uh, Legion Mirage, which I haven't seen. I'm still catching up on it. Um, we get the Cyberverse Optimus Maximus uh, robot picture here. Let's see if his next one has the base mode because I want to talk about this. Yeah. So this fucking base mode looks god awful. So that's the that's hit that's the base weird. mode. Yeah. I mean, to me, it looks absolutely horrible. I mean, it literally just looks like he's taking a dump. And he's got his arms out and his head pulled back. So, that's, that's definitely something I don't have to pick up, so that's good. Uh, we also get a Cyberverse knockout, which we had seen right before it with his, uh, with his uh, driller. Um... Let's see here, the Wheeljack. Uh, oh, we get uh, official pics of the Combaticons, which is cool. The uh, Fall of Cybertron Autobot Jazz. So I really like that. He's cool looking. Great interpretation of his head there with his visor. I'm loving. Oh, I'm loving all the War for Cybertron stuff coming out in the Generations line. I'm very, very excited. Um, let's see. So, uh, so we get Onslaught, War for uh, Fall of Cybertron, Optimus. This was another one I was excited about. The War for Cybertron, Shockwave. Oh, he's cool looking. So this is this is what that his tank is an homage to this character, oh, okay. but just in the comic books. Um, so I like his little, uh, little three-way arm cannon. He has his alt mode in my opinion, leaves a lot to be desired, but again, 
we'll have to see what this looks like actually in the game. So it's kind of like a tank or ship or something. It's got like wings here. Oh, that's kind of weird looking. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not the most I'm not the hugest fan of that. But uh, he looks cool. Yeah, I love the bot mode on him. Okay, so the rest of the Combaticons. We did get the All-Star Optimus with trailer, and this has already been found in stores. So the uh, Deluxe Optimus Prime with his trailer is already hitting right now. Um, we got to look at some more of the Transformers Prime. Um, I don't think they showed anything new, though. It's all stuff we've seen before. Voyager star screen, so that might be a new picture there. Oh, like that one that's sitting on top of the Marshmallow Man? Marshmallow Man? No, no, never mind. I did not just say that. <laughs> never mind. You're having a hard time tonight, sweets. All the time. <laughs> so we also got our first look at the Weaponizers, um, and this one specifically is Bumblebee. So the Weaponizers is going... So now we have revealers, which are deluxe, mm -hmm. um, and then we have powerizers, which are voyagers, and now we have weaponizers, which are the leader class, so they're the large ones, uh -huh. but the weaponizers are going to be different in that uh, the transformation is going to be really simplified for kids. Oh. So that's kind of cool, and they both, it also has a gimmick that we have a link to in our show notes, so... If you're interested in that, definitely hit the site and take a look at those. Uh, let's go ahead and look at Matt's recap. Big yawn. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's getting late for us already here. No, we haven't even been up for 12 hours yet. <laughs> That's true. Um, let's see here. Let's get to the interesting shit. There's going to be 29 new Creons to collect, but those Creons are a lot of the human ones, too. So I don't think there's a bunch of those. Oh, something we didn't even talk about, but we've seen the picture, so we don't have to go back. It's the Creo Devastator. Wow. What a piece of shit that looks like. Yeah. Um, I did see a better picture of it, of it where it didn't look like the honking, like the gorilla style movie one, uh -huh. where it was more stood up like a robot. Like you, the original yeah, Devastator? Yeah, exactly. And had a more G1 head. So, God, they just could have done so much better with that. Um, okay, so TF Prime, the uh, Blu-ray and DVD are set to release on March 6th. Uh, they, uh, uh, they, they said that they, they will try to bring in, in 2012, the first edition updates, or the first editions, but again, they're not confirming anything. Um, the movie trilogy sets... Uh, will only be available in Asia, and this was the Bumblebee, Wheeljack, G1 Ratchet, and the Soundwave, um, unfortunately. The Trilogy Optimus Prime, as I said, that is still slated for the U.S., and it's already started showing up. Uh, they're talking about that 
Robots in Disguise should be available March 1st. We've obviously seen them uh, before then. And um, so let's see. Wave 3 will have Knockout, Hotshot, and Aviacon. And then Voyager uh, Wave 2 will have Starscream and Bulkhead. Uh, so both vehicle and robot modes of the weaponizers have a weaponizing action feature. Um, and then there's going to be a prime entertainment pack that is, again, only going to be Canada and Asia. And this will have Bumblebee, Starscream, and two humans. Probably the same little PVC-style figures that came in the other entertainment pack. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and there will be an RC-controlled uh, Bumblebee and Knockout in the fall of 2012 and then some other role-play stuff. Uh, let's see. Cyberverse. Um, we talked about the Cyberverse breakdown. He's going to be coming in Wave 2 with Soundwave, Mirage, and EVAC. And so the EVAC's kind of interesting. I'll get to that in a second. Um, Commander Wave 1, so these are the slightly bigger, like, Scout class ones, is going to be Optimus Prime, Bulkhead, Starscream, Megatron. And then Wave 2 will have the Ironhide and another figure to be determined. Um, so we talked about the uh, Energon Driller with Knockout, and then we're also going to get the Star Hammer with Wheeljack, and that has a light-up action which interacts with the Commander figures, which is kind of crazy. And then a new size scale. So that's not just his name. This is a new scale. This is the Maximus scale, and that's where Optimus Maximus comes in, and he'll hold a whopping nine Cyberverse figures. So, to that, I give a shit. <laughs> um, trans- I love it when you say that. It just makes me that much happier. <laughs> uh, so, what I am really excited for, Transformers Generations. Fall of Cybertron will be September of 2012. Uh, five deluxe Combaticons will be coming in that in the fall that will merge to make Bruticus, as we've heard before. Wave 1 will be Optimus Prime, Jazz, and Shockwave. And then, so, so this is kind of crazy. I'm not sure how they're going to do this because case breakdowns are usually in, in sets of eight. So Wave 2 will have Blastoff, Vortex, Brawl, Swindle, and Onslaught. So the Wave will have every single Combaticon Mm -hmm. that you need. So that means there's going to be three extra Combaticons in each case, which is really weird in my opinion. That's strange. Odd. <laughs> they, <laughs> they also teased that Generations will be back next year in a big way with over 40 figures in 2013. So that's freaking awesome. And then of note, in 2014, that'll be the 20 or that'll be the 30th anniversary of the G1 line. So. They couldn't just come out with 30 for their 30th? <laughs> like G.I. Joe was supposed to and then didn't. It came out with like 14 for their 30th. <laughs> but uh, that's, That sounds like a good number. <laughs> again, th- big thanks to Matt over at Awesome Toy Blog. At Matt Guzzi on, uh, 
on Twitter. He's a good Twitterer. He doesn't post inane things. He, you know, does it more uh, communicating or conversating with people and actually posts interesting things. No. Um, so go follow him and then uh, make sure you follow Awesome Toy Blog as well. Um, let's see. The big thing that I was going to say about the evac is that he is going to be this is he's going to come in deluxe or revealers and legion which is the really small ones um and this is he's going to come in the ride packaging so if you didn't know evac is actually the vehicle you ride in in transformers the ride and they're making a transformer of that of the thing you ride in oh that that's fucking Damn awesome. It. God, words, Jessica. <laughs> what were you going to say? I have no idea. Really? Yeah. You just started Go talking. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Can I see the notebook, please? The what? The notebook, please. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write you a note. <laughs> so, also, uh, and so the... Uh, those will be available at Universal Studios, and they're also going to put out a Deluxe Bumblebee and Optimus and a Voyager Megatron and Optimus in the same ride packaging. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, shitty news that we learned. Uh, Dark, of the Moon, Dark of the Moon Q, both sound waves, so the Deluxe Soundwave and Human Alliance, and the uh, Target-exclusive Deluxe Leadfoot, have all been canceled for the United States, at least. These will see an Asian release, and I don't think they've even said anything about Canada. So that sucks because I really wanted the deluxe lead foot, and I really wanted probably both the sound waves. Q, I could give a shit. I hated that character, um, especially because it was supposed to be Wheeljack, and oh. I just hate when they try to over humanize the robots. You know, how cute, mm -hmm. like almost like Jetfire was, you know, he was an old man. Yeah. So he had a cane and shit. So Q was like this balding, nerdy guy with glasses because he's the scientist. You know, I just hate that he does that. Um, yeah, bastard. That uh, that Deluxe Prime with trailer, the, the uh, movie trilogy version is going uh -huh. to be a Walmart exclusive. Um, we also linked, this was a really cool interview, um, we linked to um, an interview they did with the, and this is over at Kot Kotaku. Oh, God, that art is so pretty. <laughs> with uh, um, the designer of the Bruticus uh, toy. So definitely take a look at that. Um, again, we've got video to Bumblebee's gimmick, and it's... Trust me, it's not very exciting. It's like, yeah, 18 seconds long here. So we'll see if we can just watch this real quick. It's like, I'm gonna touch so it. that's I'm gonna touch not it. a very big leader. Yeah, see, wasn't that exciting? So oh, that's then all it, it does? Yeah, so then it looks like those cannons will pop out of there too. Huh. So I don't think that's the same size as a leader. Think fucking, and then we also got links to a bot shots commercial, which will. Uh, oh no, I I watched it, and there's no. It's all just music, so I don't want to use it as the commercial. Aww. But 
But if you want to see that, go check out the show. Oh, and my mouse just died. So that's perfect timing to take a break. And then we'll come back with Star Wars. And new batteries for his remote, <laughs> yeah. or his mouse. Mouse. All right, guys. We'll see you in a second. Peace. The Transformers War has invaded our world. And the Earth is no match for the evil Decepticons. Led by Megatron's hunger for power, they will destroy anything in their way. Disguised as Earth vehicles, Optimus Prime and the heroic Autobots have the power to protect the world from the destruction of the Decepticons. The battle's beginning. Which side are you on? Autobot or Decepticon? Transformers fingers each sold separately. Actual change time. All right, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> We're having a, a very spirited conversation. <laughs> the break. What did you want to say? <laughs> no? Can't do it? You can't say strap on, huh? <laughs> so what I wasn't getting before, we had a we're just gonna we had a brief conversation about what I wasn't getting with the Sir Laser Lot <laughs> jokes that she was making <laughs> was somehow that the way I was talking about his pelvic and crotch piece remind and the belt that he wanted a belt. <laughs> My that, brain went straight to strap on. <laughs> and he didn't get it. Yeah, that's my wife, folks. <laughs> I am a lucky, lucky man. <laughs> and even still, after I was like, okay, Sir Laser Lots, belt, strap on, and he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so now, whenever she can't think of something she wants to say, she's just going to say strap on. Yeah strap on <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go ahead and get into star wars so we've got links to the press release with official pics we also um for everything we have uh, again official pics showroom pics all that kind of cool stuff so if you haven't i mean i'm sure you've seen these but if you haven't seen them in their entirety bloggers tend to like pick a couple good pictures that they like and post those um, definitely come to our site and take a look at them. Not just come to our site. What? Yeah, come to our site and then go to somebody else's site that actually did official coverage of it. Um, so the press release is cool because uh, it was the best place that I saw to uh, see all the pictures of the new vintage figures coming out. And we'll talk about those in a second. Um, and then... Uh, there is a presentation recap, and then there uh, is also audio. I didn't think they let people record these, but Star Wars Action News has audio of the entire uh, Hasbro Star Wars presentation. So I'm like, and they haven't what? gotten a cease and assist yet. As far as I no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do it if you couldn't do it because they're very fucking straight lace. They don't want to risk their fucking. Risk that, well, relationships with oh, these yeah. people because they know them really well. Because they fuck it. okay, I'm not gonna get into that, but because they're really they're really big moguls in the community. Yeah, yeah, they're big. <laughs> you call them a mogul. I know it's you probably not mogul. the right word, <laughs> but everybody gets what I mean. Yeah, strap on. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So, um, so definitely listen to that. I found it. I found it enlightening because some of the recap that they did when you when I actually listened to it, I was like, that's not what they meant because they kind of misinterpreted a couple things. But so first off, the I'm just going to kind of this one I did kind of paraphrase. That's sexy, baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The MTT droids. Okay, so the MTT was the big reveal that had gotten spoiled with the UK uh, Toy Fair. Um, uh, there was big talk about what battle droids are going to have what. So it turns out that 16 battle droids are going to be limit limited articulation. And we found out what that means is it literally means they will move at their arms and their head. So three points of articulation. So, I mean, not horrible, but not great by any means. You going to make it, buddy? No. No, you're going to trip and then fall over and spin around. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then what I didn't catch in the presentation was it sounded like when somebody asked a question about him, that they said that that uh, Obi-Wan was going to come with it too. So that means we'd be getting 16 limited articulation droids, four arti super articulated droids, and an Obi-Wan, which is weird. So, and it'd be obviously an episode one Obi-Wan. But so kind of take that one with a grain of salt. Um, and so we've all, if you're a Star Wars fan, I'm sure you've heard of the Jar Jar and Carbonite exclusive. I saw that. Did you see a picture of it already? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's actually really cool what they're doing is when they first were coming up with the packaging for Star Wars... Uh, Lucas was uh, pitched two options, okay? The silver and black that we love, that mm -hmm. we're buying a whole new set of figures just because it comes on this type of packaging, you know? <laughs> and, then, um, and then this packaging that they showed, and let me, here we can get pictures of it here, hopefully. And then this type of packaging. Okay, so this type of packaging is the rejected form. So you can kind of see how that would work. So the figure would sit right there. Yeah, it would it, have been right here. It looks right like it here. would get really washed out. Yeah. Yeah, kinda to like me the there's just the too Maul much fucking is. going on here, you yeah. know. I mean, it looks I think it looks good. I like the Star Wars at the top and and everything like I, that. I do like the Star Wars with the D movie poster mm -hmm. artwork with uh the kind of weird incestuous pose of a boy and his sister. Um, oh yeah, they found it. Isn't that when they find out? Is that the second movie. Yeah. Yep. Or fifth movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's start with the fourth movie. <laughs> so uh, what this exclusive will be is it's going to have this card art uh the the non-picked version of it so the the pick that didn't win kind of like the mighty specter issue with masters of the universe the one that didn't win now they're going to bring that out okay and they're going to do uh they're going to do one figure per movie um the figures they chose were a little weird in my opinion um 
and of course they don't have a good picture of just the set. Oh, so there's, well, there's the jar jar. jar. Okay. Okay. So let's see. God damn it. Well, click on that jar jar and carbonite because I want to see it again. Oh, okay. So is this? And we like... can talk about how this works too. Yeah. Okay. Moving okay. On. I just so, want to see it again. So the jar jar and carbonite. What it does is this middle piece will slide out. And, and this is obviously just a prototype, will slide out, and then you can flip it around and put it back in, and it'll look like it does when, remember when Han was unfrozen from carbonite, and there's just like an impression behind him? Oh, yeah, yeah. So like the back piece stayed solid, but the front piece kind of dissolved in that weird lighting effect? Uh-huh. This can do the same thing. So you can reverse it, and it looks like Jar Jar's been unfrozen well, from carbonite. Why did they put Jar Jar in carbonite? Just because they're like, hey, we got an extra 10 minutes? No, this is a good question. Um, at Celebration 3, there was a couple artists there that had done a life-size statue of Jar Jar in carbonite. Oh. Lucas liked it so much that somehow he bought it. And it's actually Somehow he's like, I'll give you a million dollars. They're like sold. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably like, I'll give you 500 bucks or something for it. And they're like, yeah, try a thousand. But anyways, it is now at Skywalker Ranch. Uh -huh. So it's one of the first things you see as you enter the ranch, that kind of thing. Um, so that's why they did this. Oh, yeah. God, I love his and big ass Gungan feet sticking out of the bottom. Uh, so let me see if I can God, I really freaking hate that Well, here, let's just go to You this. can't, like, anchor to him? What? Well, I'm trying to figure out So Oh, okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow So the, the six figures it's going to come with Is going For episode one is going to be Jar Jar Binks uh -huh. Episode two is going to be a blue i think those are the lieutenants if i'm not mistaken but it's going to be a uh blue uh clone trooper okay for episode three it's going to be a shock trooper with removable helmet uh for episode four or a new hope it's going to be a sand trooper for episode five it's going to be bespin outfit leia and then the coolest one of all, in my opinion, is going to be for Return of the Jedi, it's going to be Vader with a lightning effect. So remember how his helmet yeah. goes all translucent? Yeah, and you can see his skull and all of that. Yeah, so this is probably the best. We've had a similar one, but see, you oh, can actually see his head in it. Okay, that's really good. Isn't that freaking awesome? So, so this is really cool. And then the coolest thing is, is that the, the packaging and where did I, I just lost it. Oh, that's weird that the packaging separate from the figures. So the packaging, it's the fucking carbon freezing chamber. Yeah. So then this is the slot where, and the, and I believe the Jar Jar and Carbonite will be on card. It's just not going to be numbered because that's what people bitched about last year is those little mini vintage cards uh -huh. for Salacious Crumb and the Mouse Droid that came with the big Death Star set uh -huh. that they had a number in the series because that's fucked up. Now, you 
if you're trying to get one through a hundred or blah, 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 you have to get these really expensive, exclusive minifigure cards. So this year, the Jar Jar and Carbonite will still be on a vintage card back, but it won't be numbered. Strap on. Um, <laughs> Do you not have anything this to say about This is my favorite. It was just staring at me like, I'm hearing what you say, but I don't understand what <laughs> no, you mean. I, I, I know you I get, get it. it. I get it. I don't like it. You don't like that the card's not going to be numbered? No. I think that's too much. That's catering. So what? You don't get a... you. Ha- I agree. I think it's going a little far. But it, at least fans bitched and they listened. Well, you know? okay, yeah. I mean, give, that's, them, give them that. It's just like any company. If your clients are you, bitching about shit, you're going to look to change it. And maybe I just don't get it, but it's... Okay, so you have a, a carded... Or, yeah, a numbered card and you have to have them all yes maybe star wars is probably the worst of the same collecting one? community for no like a vintage each figure that comes out in the vintage line has a number okay okay so if you're a completionist with the com- the vintage set you need numbers one through 300 okay that's great if all of those cards are going to be released at regular retail and be semi-easy to get. But when you make it a club, you make it a con exclusive, that you have to buy this $130 con exclusive. That's not even the scalper price. I haven't even looked at see what that thing goes for. But I mean, let's say it probably goes for 200 bucks. So now you got to buy a $200 exclusive just so you can have number 51 and 52. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's ridiculously <laughs> anal retentive, but you know, to each their own. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to realize most fucking collectors are a little OCD, if not a lot OCD. I mean, it just the hobby lends itself to that personality type. Yep. <laughs> She's like, I married you, right? Um, <laughs> um, so those uh, those second choice packaging, uh-huh. those are also going to be chase cards out in retail too. So if you don't give a shit about the Jar Jar and Carbonite, but you're pack, you really like packaging like I do, mm-hmm. then you can you'll be able to pick those up in stores too. Again, kind of the same way the revenge cards were. So not extremely hard to find whatsoever, but still a little bit of a chase, you know? Um, so we've all seen the, the really cool light-up lightsabers that they announced last year at Comic-Con. Uh-huh. Um, so they have pictures of them here. And then in their presentation, they also said that uh, not only are they doing light-up lightsaber, lightsabers, but they're going to do light-up blasters as well. He said, which... Fred, it's a stun. <laughs> it wasn't going to hurt you. <laughs> Uh, so I don't really get that. I don't get how they'll make light up blasters. I mean, I guess you could have a well, big blaster I, that. I mean, because the way how I picture it is when you pull the trigger, the front lights up as if a oh, ray like a of laser bolt had been fired coming through it. Yeah, yeah, a I ray of light. <laughs> 
Uh, wasn't that a Madonna album? It was definitely a song. I don't know if that was the name the of the album. album or not, but uh, I think I have it. <laughs> so that'll be interesting <laughs> to see. I'm sure they'll they'll uh, show those at Comic Con this year. Um, while I'm not big into the spaceships, the new Nab so the Naboo fighter, if if you didn't know, is actually a, a, a brand new tool. It's a brand new mold. So they're not just reusing the one from episode one. Mm -hmm. And then what makes this one really cool, I'm always a huge proponent of this because it always drives me nuts when you can't do this. You can actually stick a R2 figure into it instead of R2 being molded into it Mm -hmm. like the R2 units always are. This Mm -hmm. one, you can actually stick it into it. Stick it in. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) um and then this was kind of weird this i didn't see this reported anywhere else but again listening to the audio they said that there's going to be two new battle packs with six all new figures that include darth maul and boba fett so that's that's pretty interesting because battle packs for the most part have always been repacks Okay, with slight color differences, that kind of stuff like that, you know, slight recolors. And that's why they're always cheaper. Well, now battle packs have gotten ridiculous. They're 24 bucks for six figures. So you're Mm -hmm. paying or for six figures for three figures. So you're paying eight bucks figure. You're paying retail for the figures, but having to buy three of them. So this is really interesting that. They're saying that these will be all new molds for these six figures, and they're coming in battle packs. And what's really awesome is that it's a new mold of Ball, of Maul and of Fett. That so, is pretty cool. That's yeah. exciting. And me, oh, and there's the light bulb. <laughs> Maybe they're Clone Wars. I just thought about that. It's not a new new mold of episode one mall it's a new mold of clone wars mall oh. and it's not new new mold of empire strikes back boba fett it's a new mold of baby boba fett baby boba or teenage boba fett i'm sure he'll yeah be i guess in that's true clone wars but anyway um so the hundredth figure in the vintage line which was kind of disappointing to some people i think it's great shows the progressiveness of the line the hundredth figure in the vintage line will be Galen Merrick, better known as Star Killer from the Force Unleashed games. Um, he's going to be really good, uh, really cool because he'll essentially come with a way to display him in two separate outfits, a good and a bad. And I think, I think we've got pictures. I think of I that saw that. Here. Um, yeah. There's the Galen. That's a cool name, Galen. Ah, just, just the connotations of gay I hate. Well, yeah. But I like the name. Yeah. So this is just his imperial... Uh, that's his imperial uh, pilot... Uh-huh. Outfit. So then, that I'm pretty sure that's liter- uh, that's supposed to be his good outfit, and then uh-huh. he has one that makes him look like a, a Sith Lord. Um, let's see, Shay Vizsla. Um, so we talked about this one on the on the last show. 
Shay Vizsla is the cool uh, bounty hunter from the, the Old chick. Republic. Yeah. So we were talking about, oh, she comes with a helmet and, you know, her hair kind of looked like it was sleeked down so they could get a helmet on it. Uh-huh. Thank God that's not what they're doing. She actually has swappable heads. So that's cool. So you can put her helmet on her or you can have her helmetless with her. Does cool her hair, hair come out of the back of the helmet at least? Does it still show? No, but see in the in the trailer it didn't either. That's ah. what I was kind of worried about is like you've never seen her with her hair sticking out of her helmet, oh. you know. Um so that's cool to know that those are swappable. Um the Royal Guard, which I am extremely excited about to get a a quote ultimate version of a Royal Guard since he's kind of my uh focus character. Um will also be able to be displayed in his training gear. So kind of like what we've seen in Crimson Empire, we saw the original training gear there in that mm-hmm. set. Um, the My only concern about that is, is so the only way they're going to do that is to have the robe be soft goods and then um, the robe be soft goods, and then you take the robe off, and the training gear is underneath, which is kind of shitty, because I liked when you pulled the robe back here, that it, on the old school figures, that it would just look like there was more robes Uh underneath it. So I'm thinking if you pull back the soft goods, you're actually going to have the training gear here instead of the other, which it's no big deal. I like the fact that you can display it two different ways and of course it will make me buy two of them. So, um, let's see. Oh, and then we had talked about in the last show too, because this had been kind of released as the Republic trooper from the old Republic is going to come with, uh, he is going to come with a helmet even though we've only ever seen him helmetless. And so not only a helmet, he's also going to come with a knife. And I didn't even notice that before. See how it, and it looks like it sheaths Uh in his chest here. And then he'll come with a normal blaster. And then his fucking BFG is big fucking gun here that we saw. And I, God, I just love the paint on it, man. I just don't like his head. Really? And it, it doesn't. It looks like a real, like, quickly done mold of his head. It looks. Maybe it's the paint. Well, and these are all prototypes yeah. too. I doubt these are production pieces at this point. I know. I keep forgetting about that. That they don't show the final ones. Yeah. Um. So just going down this list real quick, we get a couple interesting one. A realistic Ahsoka. Eh. I'm not too happy with this one. She looks a lot older. Yeah. Yeah, this is her teenage one without the mid-riff tube top. This is uh, this has got her uh, cleavage showing. Booby action right there. Yeah. Yeah, she's got some some titty canyon going on. Um and then one that I'm excited for is a Clone Wars armored Obi-Wan but realistic nice. version. Yeah, so where he had the clone armor, um, but in a realistic version. Uh, Gungan Warrior, Jar Jar. Oh, so these are the, those are the three that are going to be in the set. Uh, 
this one I think they kind of missed the point on. But uh, So this will be the first time we get a Grand Moff Tarkin on a vintage card. Nice. Um, what did they miss? I just don't like this fucking soft goods cloak and I or or the rest of his shirt here oh the bottom of his jacket yeah and I get why they did it because Grand Moff Tarkin does two things he stands up and he sits down but I just think they could have I would have been more happy with just a full plastic thing like the soft plastic yeah or just a mold just a mold that didn't interfere with his sitting down because i i agree grand moff tarkin has to be able to sit down but well the saw this the the soft plastic would have um flowed out of the thing a little bit better that looks like he's wearing a skirt yeah exactly and that's what a lot of people are complaining about um so my other one that i'm really excited for is neom numb good old pussy face himself um this was one of my favorite toys growing up. I always loved this guy. Uh, and they've done him true to scale. So Neom Num was supposed to be a short guy. So, I mean, you can kind of look at, even though there's not a comparison, you can kind of look at him and see he's going to be a pretty short character. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally glad to see him in his rightful deco. So those are the ones I'm really excited about. Other ones that fans are excited about is we get Prune Face for the first time redone. Um, we get the last uh, Nikto Skiffguard to be done. And then I don't even know who that Ewok is supposed to be, but we get a new Ewok as well. All right. Um, we do have a video of the uh, MTT, the gimmick that it has you can go take a look at that it's actually really hilarious because the first two times they do it it screws up i mean i guess it doesn't screw up but it doesn't do what it's supposed but watch. to do see the fucking see oh. the one that fell over they're like whoopsies <laughs> so see they're just kind of like on these stands oh that's and a they just sit on there i mean it's not it's not horribly bad so you kind of, no, you got to do it from both sides, buddy. Yeah. There, there you, go. you go. Flop those down. And then you can, you push, oh, the button pushes it back in. So they do it again. And boom. And the guy falls out again. <laughs> At this point, they're like, God damn it. So they do it a third time and it finally works. But so you can see it is kind of a bummer that they're not folded up. You know, like yeah, they are, that they're just kind of standing up. up. Like, that is, how many points of articulation would that be? To make, well, see, the problem is, is they bend at the knees. They bend at the knees and the hips and then their arm at the elbows, too, to make them that yeah. real small ball shape. So it add, So you'd have to have two, one, three, five, seven nine okay so you'd have to triple the articulation so there we go finally did it right i mean it's cool i just like we talked about last time horrible timing man if you don't have that out right now where kids can go buy it right after they see the movie 
you're losing that kid market and this basically becomes a collector only vehicle you know um they also did reveal the uh top three of the fan choice poll results so the the or they didn't reveal they uh they uh they revealed who the first winner was and that was mara jade skywalker so we've had a mara jade before but it's always been the pre-married deluke skywalker mara jade so now this is actually a mara jade skywalker since really most of her fiction is Mm -hmm. from after she marries luke you know, there's only yeah. a few stories about before she marries Luke. So so that's cool. And then Dan Curdo doing a little harassing of the guys uh, actually found out what number two or number three were. And remember these fans' choice polls, the last time they did that, out of the 25 characters that were selected for the, for the primary voting... Mm-hmm. 22 of those 25 characters have been made since or are planning to be made soon. Uh So it's really cool to find out that the top three, number one was Mara Jade. Number two was Jocasta New. So that's the librarian Jedi. Well, then it just doesn't exist. (laughs) Exactly. And then got to stick up my ass. (laughs) And then number three was the big green rabbit from the Marvel Comics, Jackson. I was going to say, I don't remember a rabbit being in the movies. Yeah, no, this is this is from Marvel Comics, oh, and okay. that's... Did, really? Did my mouse just die? Do you see it again? Play with it a little bit. Just a fucking piece of shit. Uh, yeah. And that's the show, folks. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. There See, what's weird is, I don't know if the batteries are dying, because I just turn okay. it off and turn it back on. It's like the Bluetooth's dropping. Anyways, um, let's see. There was also talk um, of a of unreleased battle packs that they did not announce, and this would be an Ewok and Pilot sets. And there's even pictures of these if you want to go take a look. Um Oh, I forget they don't link. Um, but yeah, look at all those Ewoks. That looks like a great picture to have. And what's funny is, yeah, this first one, so it has all the Ewok names. Mm-hmm. The first one is called Corpsey, and it's the Ewok that gets killed in the movie. Remember the one gets killed and the friend is like, come on, come on. And, and then, she realizes yeah. it's dead and starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty tragic. That's horrible. So that's why this is kind of, you know, but again, powerthefourse2.com, almost any time they break something, it comes true. Yeah. You know, I can't remember the last time they broke something that didn't come true. So that name might just be an internal joke right now until they do give it a better name. Well, I doubt it could be released. with its coloring, too. Yeah. Corpsey? Oh. <laughs> like, how does that relate to its coloring? Well, because it's all gray with the white on it. Oh, okay. And that, that reminds you of corpses? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> 
I don't know because I didn't. I I know what scene you're talking about, but that doesn't mean that I remember which Ewok stones they no, were. No, I know. <laughs> and then uh, we also, of course, uh, get some Star Wars Lego information. Oh boy! Yeah, boy! And what I'm excited about? One well, that's cute. The <laughs> yeah, Queen Amidala her, with her big dress. With her Christmas lights dress. Yeah. Um, what I'm excited about is there's not much that I want this year. Again, uh, um, uh, and then oh, what I'm excited about is there's not that much that I want this year and that there's going to be an- another Star Wars advent calendar. So the, I, I think we can plan on that for another few years. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So the two things that I'm really excited about are from the Old Republic. We get a Republic Striker class starfighter. So this is kind of cool. So that's that's the view there. And then this is its kind of its wings pop open mm-hmm. and it looks like kind of a precursor to the X-wing. So I like that. And then oh, I wanted to show you the minifigures. So the minifigures are awesome. So here's the Republic Trooper with his BFG. Protect your angry <laughs> eyes, just in little... case. <laughs> that is really cute. What I really love is this old school fucking R2 unit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Isn't that awesome? And then we get a, uh, one of the Jedis, and I forget what her name is. But she's got the cool double lightsaber. And also from the Old Republic, we get uh, the Sith Fury class interceptor. This one I'm really excited about because it definitely is a great homage to the uh, um, God to the Tie Interceptor, which is my favorite Tie vehicle. So you see it here, and then the wings flip open back here to make it look more like a Tie Fighter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is. I, I I just love the simplistic gray and black shit. Oh, nice. So, yeah, these fucking minifigures are freaking awesome. So, yeah, go, uh, and I, I'm horrible. I don't even know who the main bad guy is from the Old Republic, but it's got him there. And then it uh, looks like two pilots, right, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, I was going. That was Darth Vader, and or that was a battle damage Vader and a Galen and a stormtrooper of some sort. That's what it kind of looks like. But I haven't this is seen about anything about the Old Republic other than years before really cool fucking <laughs> the trailers. Yeah. Um, one that I do like, but I've I've drawn the line. Um. Oh no! This is the other one that I'm going to get. I forgot it was. <laughs> it was the mini model. No, wait. My bad. Uh. So a indoor ATST. So I think it'd be cooler if it was Hoth. It'd be cool if this was just all white. <laughs> the little Earth things that are coming with these mini sets. But that ATST is awesome, and I just I love these mini sets. If you like these mini sets. 
grab them, the ones that are coming with the new like Earth or or the little like planet planet uh, globes. We got the Death Star with a Tie Interceptor and a Tie Pilot. So this comes with a TST driver and a TST and uh, an indoor, which is kind of cool. It's got all the clouds and all the water on it. What I'm really interested in is you see this back here. I'm wondering if it comes with those Lego rods to stick in there. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Uh, no? No. Okay. And then, uh, so I'm wondering if it comes with those. Um, if it comes with those to stick in it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so. Uh, and that's the show, folks. Go take a look at. Oh, and let me show you this here. The new Star Wars advent calendar. This is oh, a big spoiler. That's an so angry don't thing. go to this link if you want if you want to be surprised. It, it almost it didn't almost it pissed me off that they showed they show every single set from this so i've seen everything the calendar is going to have so now the only surprise is going to be what day i get what which pisses me off but again that's that's the price you pay for being toy news guy but you get a santa darth maul (laughs) as the main character you'll get on the last day and it's just it's awesome. It's got it's got a repainted uh Han on Han on Hoth hood to look like Santa's. And then it see a Santa outfit does kind of look like a Sith cuz it's got that same uh cummerbund yeah. that he has. Yeah, except for Santa's cummerbund, well, it's a black belt, but Well, no, I'm saying the same cummerbund that Darth Maul has, but oh. it's red. Okay, sorry. You're like, yeah, but uh, Santa's cummerbund is black, and it's a belt. (laughs) (laughs) So go take a look at that. I mean, if you're you're interested in seeing if you think the advent calendar is going to be worth your time. um, Money. uh, Yeah, yeah, I should say your money more so. Then you can can see every single set that's going to be coming out. I'm excited. There's some amazing – I love these little ships. I mean, look at some of these. Yeah. I mean, look at that. That's ridiculous. The bongo. Oh, spoiler. Um, but anyways. <laughs> so. It's Darth Maul playing the bongos. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the show, at least for the Toy Fair news. Um, like we do with every Toy Fair. I guess this will be the fourth annual or third annual uh, Toy Fair contest is we want to hear what your favorite thing was. Again, we're going to keep it nice and easy. So, any way that you can find us to get, any way you can find to get that information to us, be it Twitter, Facebook, um, the blog. But of course, we love to hear your voicemails. You could, you can hear your dulcet tones, like you got to hear Dan's and what his favorite toy was this Christmas. So. Um, all you need to do is let us know what uh, your favorite thing was that was revealed at Toy Fair or anything that was at Toy Fair. You don't have to wonder like, oh, but this was leaked a week early or whatever. If it was at Toy Fair, it's fair game. We just want to hear what you're excited about. 
because that's what this is all about, man. Hearing other people's opinions and thoughts, and I assume that's why you listen to us. You can, you can go read this news day in, day out on any of the news sites. I assume you listen to us because you like to hear my opinion. You like to hear Mrs. McFavorite make fun of it and, <laughs> and either rejoice in happiness as I don't like something or <laughs> cringe in horror as I'm like, oh, that's a must-buy. <laughs> So, um, this is the one thing I never do really well. Uh, what's today? Today, the 19th. Uh, sure. Uh, let's give you, uh, Ooh, it's a leap year. Want to uh, give them till leap day? No, that's not enough time. Cause 10 we days. We won't get this out till tomorrow. That'll be nine days. I want to do one more show to promote it. Cause that was Justin's thing was that, uh, because we only mentioned the contest real briefly. Yeah. You know, I, I want to promote it more. Um, so you've got until... March 19th? Uh, no, I was going to say, let's do let's do three weeks from today. So that'll almost guarantee that we'll have another show out in time for them to hear it. <sighs> so see, the 11th. March. Yeah. March 11th. Okay, so let's do that, and we'll for sure get a show out in two weeks, so that'll give you a week after the next show to make sure you get it in. That sounds good. So March 11th, uh, time doesn't really matter. Just make it March 11th. Um, we want to hear your favorite thing, and what we're going to be doing uh, this year, or I think we've done this before, is you get to pick your favorite franchise, and I'm going to send you a toy. And um, uh, unlike the last time where we did this, where I just kind of sent a random thing, uh, this time the toy will be a minimum of $30 value. So maybe not just one toy. It might be a lot of toys so we can get more out of the house. But, <laughs> but so, so, you know, it won't just be some janky thing. The value of this prize pack will be minimally $30. So... I'll save me something, two, three things that I have to sell on eBay. <laughs> I'll chip in. I got some things. Oh, yeah. You do have some things, too. So Some things. Some things. So, yeah. So, let us know what your favorite Toy Fair thing was. Thanks for listening to our recap of Toy Fair. We love you, motherfuckers, so much. It, I can't say how much I love doing this show. And we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Bye.